the Cash Management Group podcast, where we swing open the boardroom doors to share our conversations with Canada's top CEOs, analysts, investment bankers, and market movers. Now, for the top stories and intel from House Street to Bay Street, here's your host, Andrew Johns. Over the last few weeks, as we've seen COVID-19 really take a stronghold on both our economy and our society here in Canada, we've seen the federal government, like many governments around the world, start launching various types of programs in an effort to stem the economic damage from COVID-19 and to help people stay employed and stay uh, liquid. So what we've decided to do is we're going to take a minute to deep dive into the various types of programs that the government of Canada has launched under their umbrella of what they call their COVID-19 Economic Recovery Plan. So we're going to go deep into each of these programs they've launched, talking about what they mean to business owners. This is a focus on businesses, both public companies and private companies, and some self-employed individuals. So let's go straight into it. I want to first start, start talking about the deferral of both payments, tax payments, and filings. Now, if anybody is running a corporation and is required to do filings between March 19th out to June 1st, that's all been deferred to June 1st now. So if you had a date of, say, April the 15th as a required filing date for your corporate taxes, that's now all been pushed out to give everybody time to get their filings done for uh, the deadline now of June the 1st. And equally, for companies who have uh, balances owing on both installments uh, for their corporation, if, if those installments were due sometime between March 18th and September 1st, all that's been pushed out to September 1st as well. So it's giving companies a little bit more flexibility as to when they can pay or the deadline in which they have to make their uh, tax installments. And all this comes with no interests or penalties. Deferral of HST and GST for those provinces that have some HST, some have just GST. Those payments, if you had payments due between the months of March, April, and May, that's also all been deferred now until June of 2020. So the Government of Canada refers to as layoffs and rehiring. And the first one we're going to touch on has probably been one of the most sought after and discussed uh, recovery programs or, or COVID-19 programs that the Government of Canada has launched. Now, it's called the Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy or the CEWS. Now, when this first came out, the very first uh, first version of this was going to be a 25% wage subsidy for companies to encourage them not to lay off their employees. And very quickly, the federal government changed their tune on this and expanded this to a massive 75% wage subsidy. But of course, the devil is in the details. So let's go into those details right now. First of all, the limit as to how much you can receive per employee is capped at just below $850. It's actually $847 per week. In order to qualify, first of all, you have to own a company whose senior top line revenues declined by at least 15% in the month of March compared to January and February's average revenues for 2020 or compared to your March 2019 revenue figures to qualify for March. And if you want to qualify for the other months of April and May, you have to have seen your revenues decline by 30%. Now, for many companies, this is an easy 
unfortunately an easy number to achieve. We've seen a lot of public companies make announcements of plans to rehire under the CEWS. Uh, and this program is going to carry on for a total of a maximum of 12 weeks. So in short, uh, business owners, both public companies and private companies, will be able to ma have a maximum benefit of just over $10,000 for every one of their employees if they're taking advantage of the entire program over three months. Now, my personal opinion is that this program is really going to just be kicking the can down the street. It doesn't mean that people aren't gonna get laid off, it just means they're gonna get laid off later on. My view is, is that once this program ends, there's gonna be a lot of pressure on the federal government to carry this on, maybe tapering it down over a period of time, or you're gonna see a lot of employers who are gonna say, well, for a company that uh, has maybe 50 or 100 employees, I'm happy to keep them employed when I'm only paying 25% of their wages but when I have to go back to paying 100% of their wages, it's time to let some people go. Now, we know a number of companies that aren't qualifying for the uh, Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy Program. So there is actually a supplementary program called the Temporary 10% Wage Subsidy. And this is a, has looser eligibility requirements over the uh, Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy Program. There are basically just two requirements. Number one, you have to have an existing business number, so you can't just create a new business today. Sorry, folks. And secondly, um, you have to have had a payroll program with CRA that was in place before March 18 of 2020. Now, how this program works is you have a subsidy of up to $1,375, so $1,375, and a maximum of $25,000 per employer. So unlike the Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy Program, this program really is quite limited. You're looking at being able to rehire or maintain around 18 to 20 employees under the temporary 10% wage subsidy program. Additionally, the government of Canada has also extended their work share sharing program from 38 weeks out to 76 weeks. So extending it far beyond just a one year period. Now, while we're talking namely about uh, programs for business owners, I am actually gonna take a minute to talk about the CERB or the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. Now, for those of you who've done a little bit of research, you'll know that the CERB actually relates to uh, employees who've lost a job and collecting their $2,000 a month. But what's happened recently is the government of Canada has extended this to self-employed individuals. This is the one where I think is quite funny when uh, Justin Trudeau came out and said, if you're planning on gaming the system, don't. Well, Justin, I think you're gonna find a lot of game players when it comes to the Canada Emergency Response Benefit because here are the requirements. So in order to apply for the Canada Emergency Response Benefit as a self-employed individual, your requirements are pretty simple. You have to either show that you had $5,000 or more in income in 2019, or that you had at least $5,000 of income in 2020. I don't know how hard that would be to show. I think it'd be probably pretty easy. Uh, and if you're a self-employed individual and you've uh, lost your income because of COVID-19, you can make this application. It's very easy, it's right online. You get funding right away. Believe me, I know, because I know a lot of people who've done this that are self-employed. Read through the lines there, folks. And you're gonna get $2,000 a month every four weeks for the next 16 weeks. So basically it means that you get $2,000 a month for the next four months. And they've recently changed the program so you can still earn another $1,000 a month and not be disqualified from this program in an effort to encourage people to still actually go to work. 
Now, other programs that the government of Canada has announced, and there's a long list here, so please uh, be patient. <laughs> there is a number that uh, we'll tally at the end to give you an idea of how much money is being pumped into the system right now in the, what I call, bailout for all program. Uh, is $287 million is going as rural support uh, or support for rural businesses through the Community Futures Network. We've got $250 million that's going into the Industrial Research Assistance Program, the IRAP. This is for innovative uh, early stage businesses. We've got another $20.1 million going to the Futurepreneur Canada Program, uh, supporting young entrepreneurs. We have $15 million going into the non-repayable support for businesses in territories. So if you're up north, uh, we've also got $40 million going into, and I don't even know how you pronounce this word, but it's called the MITACS, M-I-T-A-C-S. This is basically to so apparently create 5,000 jobs for businesses and co companies that are spawned through university incubators. And then the part I love the most, of course, is the $675 million that's being launched to CMEs, so small and medium-sized enterprises that don't qualify under other these other regional development agencies. So if you can't qualify for any of those ones that we just laid out for you, don't worry, there's still another pot of $675 million sitting there waiting for you. The other big section of the COVID-19 emergency response plan by the federal government is what they refer to as access to credit. And there's some real interesting ones in here. So let's dive right into it. So the first one we're gonna talk about is the CECRA. Okay, this is the Canada Emergency Commercial Rent Assistance Program. Now the Canada Emergency Commercial Response Assistance Program <laughs> involves the following, okay? First of all, the government of Canada has recognized that companies who uh, are renting properties and are, um, let's think about hair salons, uh, restaurants, uh, toy shops, um, think of all the various types of both big and small businesses that are renting properties right now and have uh, little to no income going on. So they, they just simply can't afford the rents that they've used to been, been used to paying. So the way this program works is the landlord has to be willing, first of all, to lower the rent by 75%. So let's do some simple math on this. If you're renting a property for $10,000 a month, your landlord has to be prepared to change your rent during this time of this program to $2,500. But of course, in order to ensure that that landlord can continue to make their mortgage payments, this is where this government program comes in. So this is where the CECRA comes in. The government of Canada says, well, what we'll do is we will give you a forgivable loan, so to speak, of 50% of that amount. So in, in a case of $10,000 of rent, we're gonna give you $5,000 on top of the 2,500 you collect from your, from your, your rent, your tenants. And what you're gonna to have to do as a landlord is give up 25% of your rent. Ultimately, that's what you're giving up. This is a forgivable loan uh, for commercial property owners that covers basically 50% of the rent for the months of April, May, and June. So this program, in my view, will also, like other programs, need a tapering off period. I'm not sure what the government of Canada is planning to do at the end of June. I'm sure they probably don't know themselves. They're gonna wait and see. But here's the problem. If rents go from $2,500 a month after three months back to $10,000 or even to $7,500 because the government of Canada has stopped paying their 50%, what do you think the chances are of these smaller businesses that are renting retail and commercial property are going to be able to do as far as paying that rent? 
So I do believe we are just kicking the can down the road, but maybe I'm wrong, let's wait and see. It's important to note that this program is available for tenants who pay it less than $50,000 a month in rent and have seen a complete cease of their operations or experienced at least a 70% decline in their revenue. This is supposed to be up and running by mid-May. And as you see on the Government of Canada website, it says details will be announced soon. Translate, they're still putting this thing together. The last one is my favorite, partly because if you want to talk about gaming the system, this is the game for you. I know tons of companies that are taking advantage of this, even though they don't need the program. This is probably the most talked about access to credit program the government of Canada has launched amongst the business community. And accessibility to this is very, very simple. And the terms are astonishing. This is basically a giveaway program. Here's how it works. It's the Canada Emergency Business Account or the CEBA. Now to qualify, all you have to do is prove that you are a business who's paid at least $20,000 in payroll and up to $1.5 million in payroll in 2019. And if you do, you qualify for a $40,000 interest-free loan of which $10,000 will be rescinded or forgiven with no tax implications as long as you pay back the other $30,000 by get this, the date is December 31st, 2022. So even if you don't need the money, I don't see why you wouldn't simply apply for this program Take those proceeds, invest them in your business, invest them into a safe investment portfolio, knowing that you're going to get a 25% return by only having to return $30,000 in two and a half years. Now, the other part that's really interesting about this program is that it's available to both private companies, but also public companies. So everybody can take advantage of it. I actually know businesses who've applied for this and literally got their funding in less than 24 hours. My main criticism with this program is similar to what's going on in the United States with their PPP, is that it's really been dominated by the big six banks. We know lots of credit unions who today still haven't been able to get this program in place with the federal government. So there's been a real favoritism towards the big six banks, which I think from a competitive perspective is very unfair. The other thing we don't know, of course, with the CEBA is how the banks and credit unions are actually going to get paid on this if they're going to get paid at all. So the last part of this Canada emergency response plan that I want to talk about is all the other big announcements that have big dollar numbers behind it. We're going to give you the total at the end so that you get to find out what you, the taxpayer, gets to pay back on this later on, later on and maybe your kids and even your grandkids. And this is under the section what they call support for sectors. There's not a lot of details. It's just sort of headline items to start. But the first one's on agriculture, aquaculture, agri-food, and fisheries. The government of Canada is funding initially $50 million to help uh, farmers, fish harvesters, and all other food production and food processing employers who can implement a 14-day isolation period for their employee. They're also going to provide $1,500 for every one of the uh, employers who have a, a temporary foreign worker. So this plan exists for not just working Canadians, but also temporary foreign workers who are in our country today helping in these uh, various businesses. For, of course, funding for this is conditional on maintaining a mandatory isolation facility. Next up is our culture, heritage, and sports. $500 million in an emergency support fund. No other details. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> of course, the energy sector who's uh, contributed to Canada's economy for many decades, gets a, uh, well, I'm not sure if you could say it, a whopping 
$2 billion, considering how much they've contributed to our economy for the last century. Uh, but our friends in Alberta, Saskatchewan, and BC are going to get $1.72 billion to clean up orphaned wells. In addition to that, there's going to be, of course, $750 million to help with new reduction of, of, of emissions, because this is still a very important theme for the federal government. Okay, are you ready for the final number? This number, okay, <laughs> is before the CEWS, the TWS, the CERB, the CECRA, the CEBA, the credit and wage support. This is before all those programs that I just talked about. $4.3 billion. $4.3 billion is how much our federal government is going to be putting into the, as I describe it, the bailout for all program. So just take a minute after you've watched this video to kind of digest that number and think about what this is going to cost taxpayers. I mean, I guess $4.3 billion doesn't sound that much when uh, these governments have been running $25 billion plus deficits for the last five or six years anyways. Uh, we are going to have more details as the information comes out. The last thing I want to leave with you is, look, if you're a business owner, if you're a part of a public company and you need assistance from us, we're happy to help. We'd love to dive into the details of how you can apply for these programs because look, everybody else is putting their hand out for it, so you might as well too. We wish you the best of luck, the best in health, stay healthy, stay isolated, and we'll be back with you soon. Thank you.